1: Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA member FDIC.
2: Welcome back to Dum Dum's 2099, where improvisers who've never role played before journey into a futuristic world of Dungeons and Dragons. I am the Grand Wizard Bukake, your host. Having healed Declan's wounds and augmented their abilities, Declan and Honor System began their hunt for Jeff Cinda Bezos. After a tense meeting with Carmine Falstaff, where they allied with his corporate goons, they also teamed up with the Twists to stop Amazon. Can they save the future before things get even worse? Find out next on Dom Dumb Doms and Dragons 2099.
3: Well, it may not be overnight or one day or even two day delivery, but the primer hoods are coming and Jeff Bezos's dream will be realized. Uh, The new future has a limited amount of time uh, to figure out uh, where Bezos is and uh, move against him uh, before he can impose uh, a new future on the world uh, that is not your new future, but a, a different new future, an Amazon new future. Uh, full of cheerful smiles and a lack of bathroom breaks. So uh, you've begun to put together uh, your crew. Um, you have uh, formed an uneasy alliance uh, with uh, Carmine Falstaff uh, and the escrow, the uh, the conglomerata remnant. Um, not so much because you're you're all friends, but because you have a mutual interest for the time being. Uh, but also threats of later violence on both sides. <laughs> Um, you've contacted the twists uh the assassins who used to patrol the uh, the streets of uh near Frost, um and their leader uh sublime not succulent uh along with um, her crew have uh, have pledged their aid uh, unabashedly um, with as much information as they can give you um you've decided to go in search of lady ethereum uh one of three major mft brokers uh, within the uh the city of Neo Baldur's Gate um, after uh, a RoboCoin flip, uh, a.k.a. random numbers generating yet another random number, um, Lady Ethereum is said to have uh, taken over an old library um, in uh, the, uh, the western district of uh, Neo Baldur's Gate uh, and apparently has a, uh, a robotic fight club uh, in something called the Pit. Uh, as well as doing uh, MFT auctions um, in the upper floors. So um, you've decided uh, to pay Lady Le- uh, Ethereum a visit um, and to try and figure out who is buying up all these MFTs. You're reasonably certain uh, that Jeff- Jacinda, Jeff Cinda, Bezos, got to get the pronunciations right for legal reasons, um, is behind this. But you need more information, and more importantly, you need a location. Uh, As you know, his island fortress has been cleared out, and uh, his current whereabouts are uh, unknown. Um, What is is your plan for
1: Lady Ethereum's? I mean, I think the first thing that comes to mind is we submit honor system as a combatant in the... (laughs) in the underground robot fighting ring. <laughs> That's our in. Um, yeah, then
2: then we take the cash from the winnings when Honor System clobbers some <laughs> other poor robot, and then we uh, we go become a client at the auction to try to buy an MFT, and then we kidnap Lady Ethereum. I feel like it's a step one, two, three, easy, simple plan.
1: <laughs> Very straightforward.
3: <laughs> Excellent. Uh, so uh, I was going to say, like, you don't really need to disguise Honor System because he looks nothing like... Uh, a standard issue Ronan bot anymore. Uh, there's also plenty of runin bots around, even after the uh, the fall of Typhus. So, not a problem there. Um, what is uh, what is your what is your ringside name? Honor system. <laughs> That's what
1: Honor System would say.
2: <laughs> yeah, no, we're gonna have to come up with something other than that, buddy. Uh, okay, why don't you just run through the random words in your head? I need a a, a good strong adjective strong (laughs) great that works for me uh and what's your goal inside the ring
1: what do you want to do win
2: all right I think we're gonna go with strong winner that's gonna be his fighting name um (laughs) As, as you know from uh,
3: Alabaster Tuesday and other <laughs> such names I've used on the show, I fucking love derby horse names. They're always so stupid. Oh, yeah. My friends, you've just delivered an A-plus derby horse name. <laughs> <laughs> the outside, we got Strong Winner. On the inside, we've got Daddy's Choice, followed, of course, by Sure Thing.
2: <laughs> um, and coming good. up fourth, Unlikely Misfire. <laughs> <laughs> And then last
3: place, god damn it of course, what a terrible horse. All right. Um <laughs> all right. Oh, Jesus. Christ. So Strong Winner uh is entering uh the the tournament. Um Declan, uh you also can't really go as yourself. Uh
2: what's your what's your your your, your guys? Uh Declan would work with the twists to put together a like head rig that looks like further bionics. And then he would actually attend shirtless. So he would be looking mm-hmm. all sort of, like, juiced up, robo-torsoed uh, with, a, with you know, his guns. And then just a weird half-head rig that looks like he's got a giant, like, ultra-damaged but rebuilt robo-face. Okay, I dig that. Um,
3: I'm thinking of some of the, like, lesser Star Wars bounty hunters. Like, not a yes. Dengar, but, like, just... I don't know here's a round helmet with a single robo eye in the middle sure great he can be a guy um okay i love that uh do you want to bring bourbon sherbert with you he's not around all the time but he is still like very much a a resource you can tap you didn't tap him for the investigation so i'm going to take that off the board but um he uh he can also like come with you as as a companion uh, a date or just like a weird robot who hangs out with you if you so desire (laughs)
2: See, here, Tom, I'm I'm torn because tactically it's a terrible idea, but I do love you playing Bourbon Sherbert. <laughs> man, I'm not trying to push it on you. It's up I to you. I think uh, he's not good at understanding context, so we'll keep him in the woods with his wizard friends because we might need them to help assault Bezos. And if Sherbert dies here, that falls apart. That is fair. <laughs>
3: Bourbon Sherbert, the lack of guile Rubert completely understands. I will be in the woods
2: with my wizard friends. When in doubt, acid splash. And he waves and leaves. I never thought I'd get to say, go to the woods with your wizard friends to a robot, but you know what? This is what life's given me. <laughs> when life gives you Sherbert,
3: make send it to the woods. Sentences.
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> um honestly we get more melted sherbert that way uh okay amazing so you're flying solo uh the twists have rigged you up what is your uh what's your your uh the equivalent of your like boosh name uh your your fake robo fighting enthusiast name
2: my name is bryce dallas coward <laughs> bryce dallas coward betting big on strong winner <laughs> I are supposed
3: to show up and be like, I'm Guy Fakington. I'm here to win on rigged match.
0: Bryce Dallas Coward.
2: Bryce Dallas oh, Coward. fuck me. Bryce Dallas Coward. Jesus. But people call me BDC. <laughs> All right. Um, I
1: don't know why it's so funny to me. <laughs>
2: None of us know why.
0: No? <laughs> yeah, just change one letter. Okay. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, Laura's big on the wordle jokes right now. It's just like you changed one letter and it worked. Um, all right, so uh, Bryce Dallas Coward and strong winner. You arrive at uh, the Neo uh, <laughs> uh Neo I muted myself,
0: but I'm still laughing so hard. Laura,
2: <laughs> okay, right, your mute isn't on. It's the only time I'm ever going to tell you that. <laughs>
1: I think she unmuted herself to tell us
3: that. (laughs) Yep. Uh, You arrive at uh, the Neo Baldur's Gate uh, Central Library, um, which uh, is just classic, like, graffitied nonsense outside. It's clearly been boarded up for some time. Uh, It's got a bit of that uh, New York, like a smaller version of the New York Public Library situation going where it's got, like, the big like ionic columns out front um but they've all been uh you know spray painted with thing lacquered with um various posters for like you know the red light district a bunch of other things um uh declan uh, your your heart is briefly gladdened by some like anti conglomerata uh graffiti tags that are still there you know it's it's always nice to remember that proper villains were were on side you know despite everything that that rage still burns the way it burns for you. Um, you, uh, you were told by, uh, the twist to keep an eye out for the after hours deposit slot, uh, which, uh, you find in It's, uh, it's got a lot of stickers and stuff that have been then put on it for various brands. Um, there's an odd double circle with like a hammer in it. Um, that seems to have been recently stuck. It's really shiny. Uh, it's like holographic. Um, uh, and, uh, Seems like vaguely vulgar, but you're not really sure how. Like, it could be a but, but why would it be? Um, but uh, the slot itself is completely clear uh, in the way that, like, you know, in mysteries, they find, like, the bookshelf that opens because there's, you know, everything has dust on it but this one book. Um, so you, uh, you approach the slot, uh, and as you do so, it flips open, uh, and you just see a couple of beady eyes uh, staring out at you. Uh, And uh, a little voice says, hey, uh, what's the password?
2: The password is, I've got a robot here who's going to win a bunch of matches and make us both rich. Oh, fight so like, yes, good, good, yes, yes, robot fight. What robot name? Robot's name is Strong Winner. Strong winner, oh, strong name, strong win, oh yes, far so like. Okay, uh, and who is who is with with strong winner? today's name's oh. Bryce Dallas Coward. People call me BDC.
3: Oh, BDC, Farts so like. Oh, good, good, good. Come in, come in. Um, Yay! And, uh, <laughs> a little, a little hand reaches out uh, and just like <laughs> hangs out there. Like the fingers are out. Uh, it almost looks like he expects you to kiss his hand.
2: I will reach out and take his hand and then just shake it left to right because there's not enough vertical room for a proper handshake.
3: Oh, BDC, understand. Understand secret handshake. Good for BDC. <laughs> uh, then the hand slides back in um, and uh, you hear like a heavy k- thunk, Um and uh, a um, just like a standard grimy uh, sort of metal plate. Um, like the whole sidewalk is like weird metal plates um, depresses slightly next to you. I step on it. Um, like your weight kind of settles, um, and then slowly it begins to descend. Should I be getting on that too?
2: There, fart cell uh, was it? Yes. And he like f- opens the little slot. He's like, yes, yes, right elevator, right elevator. Otherwise, walk. All right, walk, stupid. Take elevator. <laughs> I jump on the elevator and in my head I just think I think I've met the most perfect man in the world. <laughs> uh, <laughs> amazing. And um, as as you uh
3: descend like another um off a can almost a conveyor belt uh, another slab comes over and locks off uh, above you. Uh, and sure enough um you were descending um kind of on one of those like classic like chain link fans. Like uh, you basically see them in like a lot of uh like Hong Kong action movies. Like I'm thinking of uh like all the early Jackie Chan stuff, you see it in like Thai action films. Like I think, Long um, Back the, the, had a
2: bunch of these. Like it's just like a chain. Covered the con- elevator, a construction zone elevator, where it's like yeah, but if a you building, wrapped yeah. it
3: in chains to make it more cage fightery, um, uh. and uh, yeah, but yeah, otherwise it's got like those big yellow like um, uh, construction site uh, lights and everything else um, with, with their little fences, um, and below you can see that basically uh, whatever the basement of this uh, library was and the main floor of the library have been hollowed out um, to create like a massive uh, fighting pit. Um, and uh, sure enough, it's like every Marvel movie uh, slash kung fu movie fighting pit you've ever seen, where there's like the the, the big cage over top. Um, there's uh, just a smell of stale booze in the air. You can smell smoke. Again, lots of intoxicants in the air. Um, huge crowd watching uh, the robots fight. Um, and uh, you see a massive, there's like a, a four pod of video screens that w- that traditionally would have been showing replays. Um, They're all uh, currently black, uh, obviously, because power is a little bit hard to come by. Uh, And there's a massive sign that looks like a digital scoreboard um, that has a hand-painted banner now uh, thrown over it, um, kind of draped, uh, that reads, uh, Rock'em Sock'em Robo Combat. Uh, The combat is with a K. Um, and uh, sure enough that seems to be what is in progress Uh, there are uh, robots in the ring Um, currently it's like two wheeled robots it's a classic um, uh, battle bots kind of thing where like one of them is a ramp for some reason one of them has saws for arms Uh, and they're currently bashing each other up you can tell the crowd isn't that into this Uh, this really does seem like a warm up act or like a between fights fight Um, there's spare parts strewn throughout the arena uh, clearly that have been knocked off of robots um and uh there is a small dais kind of at the far end beneath the the, the um, slung banner um it uh, it looks like an old opera box uh that has been like transposed here it's, it's been like transported meticulously it's the only well-lit space in the entire room uh it's highly ornate um and uh like lots of filigree big heavy curtains that sort of thing um and uh uh, sitting in sort of the center of the booth um uh looking uh bored in a very uh distant but also imperious ways, kind of a Tilda Swinton-looking motherfucker. Uh and think like in her Jadis from um Ly- uh, Lion the Witch and the wardrobe outfit. So like big spiky crown, not so much the snow cone outfit, but like just lots of jangly sort of crystalline things, um, long sweeping outfit. Um, and just like, you know, head. Kind of like resting on her hand in a vaguely bored manner, surrounded by retainers, uh, and very clearly, Lady Aetherium uh, overseeing the site. It's very Roman Emperor esque. Uh, she's not giving the thumbs up, thumbs down because she doesn't give that much of a shit. Um, but uh, every so often, um, you do see her scan the crowd, and you can tell that uh, despite the fact that she's bored by the fight, she's very engaged in what's going on in her uh, in the pit. Um, you uh, you reach the bottom and um, the, the kind of like chain doors slowly open um, and you hear just rapid footfalls to your left and you look and there's like a, a metallic like service staircase running beside the elevator um, and uh, Farso is just running as fast as he can uh, Muppet style down the stairs uh, and he gets there and then pretends he's the guy who's there to greet you um,
2: and just says, <laughs> ah, hello, yeah, hey, uh, my name is Butzo. I'm Farnzo's brother, here to meet you well, that's real nice. All right. So we're here to get wow. my robot into these <sighs> fights. Ah, so yes, do we do yes. That? He looks like a strong winner. Huh? Well, you knew the name in one. You're almost as smart as your brother. Oh, almost. <laughs> Different people. Definitely well staffed. Come, come, enter fights, um, and he uh,
3: he takes off marching proudly, and he's like shoving people out of the way, and they can't, they don't really get shoved out of the way so much as like he taps their leg, and out of frustration they kind of shift, but you know he feels great about it. Uh, so you follow him through the crowd um, to uh, uh, an empty desk, um, and he goes, okay, okay, um, I will need to go find the booking agent. And then he kind of looks at you with a, a like a little grin and like a sense of uh, expectation and then he says oh look stronger winner uh, over your shoulder uh, and without waiting to see if you look he runs like leaps over the desk puts on a hat and comes up and says hello i am booker
2: who is well, it's fighting nice, it's nice to meet you booker Just i don't booker. have a lot of questions <laughs> i uh, i got strong winner here my robot uh, and he'd like to kill all your other robots to make a bunch of money. Sure thing, BDC. I mean, random stranger. Uh, oh, you guessed so, it right. BDC, you know me. Almost as smart as butzo. Not quite.
3: Um, and so he writes down your information. Um, you can tell he's having a hell of a time because no one here really knows how to write with anything that isn't digital. So it's like a full like toddler with a pen thing where he's just like scrawling it with his fist. Um, but uh, he nods and he says, yes, yes. So, uh... Strong winner, next fight.
2: Uh, and BDC, you want to place bet? I can get betting, goblin. Yes, yeah, so I'd like to I'd like to bet all this money he has. And he just took out a loan from the twists. So it's just like throw some money on the table. We gotta get this to be fucking big fast. And he looks at it and he goes,
3: Oh, that is a lot of money. I will go get betting. Bet so they it's just me, it's all me. I, I will place bet for you.
2: Yes. Oh. D- yes. Yeah, we're supportive yes, we of that. You know, <laughs> a lot of people wear a lot of hats, it's all good. You know, strong winner on his downtime, he helps look after my medical problems. It's a journey, you know? We all do many things. And like a
3: tear rolls down his eye and he says, uh,
2: that, 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 that makes me feel
3: seen in all my <laughs> multitudes. Okay, so, and he just, like, sweeps all the money off the table into, into like, a sack with a money sign on it. But, like, it's future credits, so it's, like, a C with, I don't know, a squiggly line through it or some shit. Ties it off, and he says, bet placed on strong winner? Yes.
2: yes. So, I'm not betting against him. I'm betting on strong winner. Ah, because strong winner has strong odds of winning.
1: Honor system looks, looks at Declan and says, like, I would die for you if it was to our benefit.
2: Yeah, it, it's, it's not, to be clear. I need you to win. Do not uh, die. I see. No, he's going to win and he's not going to fucking die. <laughs> De- De- Declan is so bothered by the concept <laughs> of honor system, being willing to die in this fucking pointless arena for no reason. And, and at this point, Fartso
3: is just drifting away. He knows he knows when to get out of, uh, out of town. He hands you a betting slip and uh, knocks you. It, again, it is incomprehensible to you, but he seems to know what it means. Uh, and he takes the other half of it, and he just there's like a wall of of nails facing out behind him, and just like sticks it to a nail. And you can see there's tons of bedding slips, um, and they seem to like slide these racks of nails over depending on who's fighting. Um, they really don't know what to do without computers. They're having a really hard time. Everyone is just doing their best, but it's 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 some bad reverse engineering going on here, um, and uh, you know. It's what you got. Uh, So you got a few minutes to prepare before the fight. Uh, Anything you want to do?
1: Declan, is it important that I make this some sort of spectacle or can I finish this quickly?
2: I mean, the odds seem to have been decided, so I would say just end this as quick and as clean as possible, like this first one, because then you know how this dance is played. Then, if they like you and they want you to do an odd match with bigger odds, then they come over and they say, "Can you make him make a bit of a show?" And I say, "Yes," but let me talk to him. We pretend it's drama, and then you know, at the end of the day, they do it. So, just do it quick is good. Uh, do you have a how can you give me a signal if everything's just? going wrong like if i need to shoot hmm it's the question i've got for you if at the end of this it's like how do i i take the shot if because i've got this rifle and he's like looks around to make sure nobody can fucking hear but he's talking through a helmet so i think it's also he's not used to internal comms <laughs> inside a helmet so if you're if you're gonna lose this fucking fight what signal are you gonna give me to let me know to start shooting this other fucking robot
1: because i would kill everyone in this room uh and walk out of here with you and be quite happy Likely if I have been cut, torn, or shot in half, I will most likely need assistance. Um, But anything less than that, you're good? Yes, I think so.
2: Okay, because once this starts, you can't exactly turn around and be like, help, start shooting. That gives them a bit
1: too much warning. Hmm. Should I come up with a different signal besides being torn asunder?
2: Yeah, I think it needs to be a signal that you can make (laughs) instead of a signal
1: your opponent gives me that they're winning. Mm. How about I will fight with Legion and I hold up my sword. If I need to rely on the SMG stored in my forearm, then that is a sign that things are not going well. All right, so if you start shooting, I'll keep an eye out, but probably start
2: shooting as well. Understood. That makes sense to me. All right, I feel like we had a good plan. I, I've already bet all the money. I could have been more strategic about
1: this, but I kind of fucked it up. So, you know what, the bet's been played. I think you just got to do the sword fight. Uh, and, and I don't know if it's not clear or, or like intentionally or, or if I just missed it. Are, is it just one fight or is it going to be a series of fights for, for honor system?
3: Um, You only signed up for the one fight. Uh, It was not clear to either of you. Uh, It will not surprise you that uh, Farzo slash Butzo slash Booker, Booker.
1: not the clearest communicator when it comes to official rules. Um, Well, Each persona was almost as smart as the last, so he just got dumber and dumber, apparently. I mean, really, you had to ask
3: the
2: question at the door. That was the trick. Like... Yeah, Betso door- was so stupid that Betso couldn't even remember to play a new character. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Whereas, like, Fartso
3: actually has a PhD in nuclear physics. So, like, you just got to pick your guy. Um, it's unclear to you. Uh, you get the sense from kind of the, the violence of this, like, looking around, you get the sense that these people have a short attention span. Um, you're not sure that this is really the kind of place where they're going to want you to go rounds and rounds and rounds. It's more like... Kind of an all-or-nothing, plus uh, both of you know from the information you got from The Twist that the real main event here is the MFT auction. So there are people who are here just for that, who already have enough credits that they can just go to that. There are people who are trying to win enough credits to be able to afford uh, to buy an MFT uh, contract. And then there's people like you who are entering the match. So smart, smart odds, based on your initial plan, are if honor system wins. Like, just you needed honor system being in the fight to get in the door you've done that um now you need enough credits to be able to justify going to the mft auction which requires the win but beyond that um you're you're not entirely certain but most of these fights seem to be kind of to the death things so unless you guys just want to like make some bank for whatever reason but here you are okay um, you can tell from how antsy the crowd is, though, that like they're waiting for a main event, and also odds are the MFT option will be soon. Okay. So a lot of the, the high rollers will
1: be leaving. All right. Well, then Honor System's going to leave it all out there in the ring. He's going to empty the tank.
2: This episode is sponsored by Shopify. All lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash dumdums, D-U-M-B-D-U-M-B-S. Now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash dumdums. That's the way you get to hear this. The hosts of Dum Dums and Dragons are 420 friendly all year round, which is why we are excited to have Indicloud back as a sponsor. As Indicloud gets ready for summer, they're rolling out a new product. (laughs) Dink-sickles. (laughs) This episode is brought to you by our sponsor, Shopify. When we started podcasting, an online store was the furthest thing from our collective minds. But now we are selling some sick mugs. And it is so easy. All because we use Shopify. shopify.com slash dumdums that's d-u-m-b-d-u-m-b-s if you open a store with Shopify you're going to be hearing that sound a lot
3: all right so the uh, the two battle bots uh smash each other a bit more uh and then finally uh in an unprecedented twist ramp bot drives under Sawbot and just knocks him slightly over and Sawbot has no defense to get back up is just upside down uh at which point um uh, kind of like the uh, the bored monty python crowd cheers happen everyone's like yay um, but there's not a lot of thrill uh, to this. This is basically the Zamboni between periods and hockey, um, which admittedly can be fun, but these bots were not. Uh, so they bump the, uh, like, uh, immediately, like, a couple goblins jump jump kind of into the ring and start, like, clearing everything out. And um, uh, Lady Ethereum does, like, the little little dainty hand clap. Um, uh, very royally and uh, finally the uh, the announcer steps forward um, and uh, I know this is going to come as a shock to you all but it's a familiar looking goblin uh, who is now wearing a pinstripe tail suit uh, and a little cane and has a top hat uh, and he jumps up on a stool and he grabs the mic and he says oh great fight so far I am MC See and I am here to announce next fight. Now you have seen bad loser. Now we shall see strong winner. And he points uh, to you
1: honor system. Uh, I make my way down to the the pit. Uh, great uh, and he says, and strong
3: winner needs strong opponent. Thus he fight Black Hawk! Uh and a massive hulking like 1980s like children's toy dark knight robot comes stomping uh out of the wings. Um honor oh, system
2: fuck me. I thought he was gonna get the ramp one. <laughs>
3: um honor system, I'll well, actually probably Declan, because you're you're scared of robots. Uh Declan, you know the Black Hawk series uh was discontinued a long time ago largely because they were so goddamn expensive to make that everyone just kind of gave up on them. They're not particularly like by modern standards they're very clunky, uh but they're almost impenetrable. Like this thing literally looks like a black knight out of, you know, like a children's book of just like full plate. Um it's got a wrist-mounted uh, assault weapon that seems to have been added later. Um, as well as um, a uh, very, like, Transformers the movie, like, glowing mace um, that seems to be um, possibly made of nanites. Like, its arm seems to be uh, feeding this thing as it glows. Um, so, interesting choice. You didn't think these things really existed anymore. They they occasionally showed up on the battlefield uh, between the, the corporations, <clears throat> um, mostly as a... Uh, Mostly it's like a distraction, honestly, because they're big and chunky and could just kind of like storm across the field. But generally speaking, the Black Hawk unit is not great news, but also not the worst news. Honor system, I don't know if you would know these these bots because in terms of your like your entire army was all samurai droids. And then the Ronin unit is just an upgraded version. So I don't know if you would have encountered these things, but it doesn't matter. And-
2: would Declan know any weaknesses he could radio to honor system through his helmet? Um, the biggest weakness is just its, its mobility. Um, these things, like,
3: they're almost siege weapons, right? Like, they just stomp forward slowly. They look impressive. They're honestly—one um, of the biggest advantages they have is on—not hu- uh, human, because we're in Faerun, but um, on uh, organic enemies, because they look so intimidating and so impenetrable that to—like— They're they're a shock tactic for sure, but they're also slow and lumbering. So in terms of what you could radio to honor system, like you have the advantage on mobility for sure.
2: Uh, It's heavily armored, but it's slow. All right, system. He's big. He's scary. He's mean as fuck, but he can't move worth a shit. So you're going to have to play the mobility game and take him apart because he's going to be
1: fucking brutal otherwise. Thank you, Declan. Should I just radio you if I need help instead of creating a signal?
2: I mean, that would. Do you not know, Yeah, let's go with that. Then you're free to shoot him all you please, because he fucking brought a gun, so you should be able to use one.
1: Understood.
3: Um, uh, amazing. And uh, you see, uh, Lady Ethereum actually sit forward um, on steepled fingers. Uh, she actually seems uh, legitimately interested in, in this uh, this fight. Um, so with that, MCC. Uh, the extra c is s-i-e similar to his other names he's really not good at the naming convention piece uh rings a classic uh like ringside bell um and the fight begins uh go ahead and roll initiative there on a the system
1: yep that's pretty good that's a 23 for initiative uh 23 for initiative okay and
3: i've got oh man these enemy sheets are hard to read i'm sorry tyler what did you get 23 23 okay yeah that beats mine so you're up first which makes sense with how slow this robot is so it begins doing that like you know like honestly in in modern terms like someone wearing the megazord costume walk where it's like they can't really walk too fancily so just a slow robot walk towards you uh
1: what do you do um yeah i think uh, as it begins um honor system like widens his stance turns profile to this uh this guy um and has like a hand on his on his sword Um, and uh, the ogre face flashes on his faceplate, and he says activating Oni mode and he just runs forward with his sword out. Uh, So I'm going to start with two attacks, 16 and 9, so plus 10 each. So a 19 and a 26 to hit. Uh, Yeah, both will hit. Okay. So that is eight and three, um, 11 plus seven. So uh, 18. 18 on the first hit. Thank you. And eight and five. God, these are pretty good. Uh, that's 13, eight and five plus 11, uh, 24 on the second hit. Damn. Nice. Um, and now for his bonus action, he will attack again. Uh, So that's a 29 to hit. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Uh, Eight plus seven, 15 damage. Yep. And I'm going to use action surge to attack again. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so that's the extra attack kicks in as well, I think. So I get to roll two attacks. Yep. Uh, 25 and a 13. 25 will hit, 13 will not. Okay. Oh, that's a d20. I'm rolling again. I don't need that. Uh... And that is nine plus 11 for uh, so 20. 20. 20. Nice. 20. All right. And Legion uh, ignores damage resistance.
3: Yes. I was just about to mark that. And then I was like, right. Uh, so, yeah, just s- sound hits. Um, this thing is heavily armored. Um, Legion isn't singing through it the way you'd expect. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can almost think of it more as like every time you hit just uh, sword. Um, cleaves into the armor you have to then pull it out but it's definitely penetrating it more than uh i think we expected and you actually see this thing kind of stagger back um slightly uh it, it's face is molded in again like a a children like almost like a masters of the universe um or in more i guess contemporary terms like uh evil emperor zurg from toy story like it, it's that kind of like frowdy face like right. you know giant red eyes like has horns built into it um, so you can't express uh surprise, but maybe. <laughs> um, and the crowd is going nuts. Okay. Like, they're they're having a great time. Um, they're mostly, like, you can tell there's some of that bloodlust anticipation for what it's going to do to you. Um, but they like the show you've been putting on so far. The fact that you're, like, nimbly deeking de- around and slashing and, like, have a cool ogre oni mask thing going on. Like, very crowd-pleasing after Ramp Bot versus Double Saw. Right. Um which brings us to Black Hawk. Um, so um, staggering back uh, for a moment, um, the um, it, it kind of like leans back slightly and then lurches forward. Uh, and for a slow-moving thing, um, when its arm moves. Uh, It's a blur, largely because the nanites are reforming as it goes. So it's very hard to tell where the actual shape is coming. You Mm. kind of track the mace, then the mace explodes and is like a number of different uh, things before finally uh, coming together as it comes down to you. So here uh, it takes three big swipes with that. Uh, What's your AC, sir?
1: 19.
3: 19. Um, All right. Uh, So that's one hit, one miss, and two misses. Yikes. That's not great for the robot. I mean, it's good for one robot. It's not good for my robot. It is very good for your robot. Um, All right. So that is 14, uh, 18, 22 points of damage as it just like smashes into you. You go limp as it hits, um, Mm -hmm. maybe even getting your sword up. Um, The nanites just sort of splash around that and then grow hard. um, So you feel kind of a a strong vibration throughout your body as this thing strikes you. that said, um, it doesn't seem like there's a whole hell of a lot else it can do. Um, so it just kind of like does that, um, cranks back, um, and then kind of raises its other arm up in front of itself in a
1: in a defensive pose, bringing us to its or your turn rather. All right. Um, so it's doing like a defensive thing. I'm pretty straightforward too, actually, in what I do. Like I'm just going to continue to hit it with my sword. <laughs> I mean, look, if it works, it works. Why yeah.
3: mess with a classic?
1: yeah uh what's our um what's our arena like is it uh anything fancy or is it basically just like an open arena for just uh, scrapping?
3: yeah it's a, it's a big octagon there are um there are four pieces of cover there's like an airplane wing um uh the front half of a car uh, of a, a burnt out uh a seahorse car um there is a uh just literally like a, a pile of barrels like in fucking laser tag um <laughs> right and, um, the, uh, there's a half buried head of a statue, um, that, uh, has, uh, sort of, um, uh, distinctly, uh, o- almost a, um, let's say like cobalt features. Um, mm. uh, so that's kind of buried in the sand. Otherwise there's bits and pieces of other robots all around you. It's a sand floor. And then the chain link fence reaches to the ceiling and it's got a lot of, um, reinforcement, okay, uh, metallic reinforcement, uh, to ensure that, uh, when massive robotic bodies are thrown against it, it doesn't, like, just destroy all of the uh, the fans. Right, okay. Uh, Declan, uh, sorry, before you go, Tyler, yep. Declan, is there anything you would be doing uh, after this first round?
2: Uh, Declan would be watching. I think he'd be kind of pumped because he'd feel like Honor System's fucking winning, which is dope because I don't... You know, you're never sure when it's, like, the is mobility. That's not always the biggest edge to be able to play. Yeah. Uh, the other thing that he would be doing is watching Lady Ethereum uh, and her people. Because if this goes bad, they're the other threat in the room. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's going to require a lot of reaction. So I, I don't know what he's seeing them yeah. doing.
3: So she is now standing. Um, uh, kind of, like, grasping the railing, looking over. Uh, vaguely, like... Cersei when she's concerned during any of the last few seasons of Game of Thrones when she does nothing but drink and stand at a railing looking concerned. Um so leaning forward and uh you're not sure but uh you know you're 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 a man with a pet robot. Uh this might be her pet robot. Uh you're not entirely certain but something this big, this expensive and this old definitely seems to be like something you'd like to throw in an arena and honestly this would probably beat the shit out of most non-samurai or Ronin class robots. And those would not ever well, they mean they might, but it's very rare that those would show up at an arena. And if they did, they would likely be like the the second hand sell-off ones that were like too damaged in battle. So what are we gonna do? Well we'll sell them to the arena. Um so this this uh, again like uh the uh the Black Hawk unit seems like an easy winner uh mm-hmm. and it is not easily winning right now. Also, it's been retrofitted. Like, these things don't come with modern assault weapons and nanotech.
2: Right. So you're guessing it's like, I bought an expensive toy, and then I added more expensive toys to it. Right, right. Yeah. Declan would be splitting his focus then, just alternating between the match and her, because he knows he'd cheat to keep his robot alive, so he's fully <laughs> expecting her to possibly do the same uh and worst case scenario he drops a lady who's selling mages he's okay with that in the (laughs) overall exchange of things it's not the smartest move but it's not the dumbest selling
3: mage contracts granted the mages don't have much say in it and are getting a bum deal but (laughs) i want to be clear that ending the threat of the uh of the stack did some good uh but now they're just in predatory uh young
2: pop star she's a bad lady it doesn't mean it that's also true there are lovely mages in the woods They're doing great. (laughs) These are the non-woods mages. I want to send them to freedom in the countryside. 100%. Yeah. Uh, Great. Live above Um, or below the ground, depending on the choices they make. All
3: right. So in that case, Ryan, uh, can you roll me a perception um, to kind of see how well you're reading, how well Declan is reading what uh, Lady Ethereum is is doing and feeling? That is a 16. So. One of the problems you have, Declan, with trying to read fancy folk is um, a lot of fancy folk expressions look vaguely like constipation to you and you're never really sure whether – are they smug? Are they upset? Uh, Are they horny? Like it could be any of the above. You're not really sure because it's just that like pinched lip, um, sort of like small-mouthed kind of glowering look that could mean any number of things. So you're not sure yet, but she's definitely paying close attention.
2: All right. Then he will just keep observing.
3: Cool. Uh, back to the ring. Um, uh, honor system slash
1: strong winner. Yes. Um, after taking, um, one of the one blow out of the three attempts to, to kind of swing on him honor system, uh, sort of like maintains composure and seeing that this guy brings up his arm, uh, defensively, he basically wants to maneuver in a way that actually creates a blind spot by this black hawk's own arm. Mm-hmm. um so um the way these next attacks are gonna look is is um honor system goes in uh, low but then tries to strike high up and under the arm okay yeah uh, go ahead and roll two swings here with extra attack 27 and 21 yep uh eight and six is 14 plus, uh, seven 21 on the first hit. Uh, six and one, seven and seven is 14 damage on the second hit, and we'll do the bonus attack, uh, bonus action attack, uh, 15 to hit. Sadly, 15 will not do. Okay.
3: So um,
1: he saw the opening, and then by the time he tried to strike a third time, Blackhawk was, like, adapting and closing closing the gap. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um Okay. So um, uh, Blackhawk
3: moves in, um, and uh, uh, this time um, with the kind of uh, one-arm up blocking, uh, it actually just slides the assault weapon in under that arm um, and just starts, like, uh, it's going to use one of its special attacks to just start opening fire as it walks. Um, So uh, your AC is... I'm sorry, forgive me. Uh, What's your AC?
1: 19. 19, okay. Uh,
3: So that is one hit two hits. Uh, Three of the four will hit. Um, And they will do
2: uh, 15. 22 for ballistics resistance Tom is that subtracted from each shot or from a
3: total? Uh, From each shot. Each okay. shot's going to be dealing damage separately. So if you have uh, ballistic resistance, uh, now is the time to use it for sure. Um, I don't believe I do. Okay, fair enough. Uh, sorry, one sec. Um, okay, so that is first shot is doing 22 points of damage. Second shot is doing 12. Third shot is doing 24. Okay. Okay. Um, so it just kind of um pumps a bunch of rounds into you um and then uh, i need a dexterity save please as um as you're being staggered by the shots um the blocking arm uh once it gets close enough uh basically just explodes into nanite spikes um aiming uh, squarely for you uh 12 is the dex save 12 um okay that's actually enough uh to take half damage from this um it's not He's not dexterous, so it really is like jumping out of the way of a pin cushion. Uh, so you'll only take half. Um, so that is, uh, it would have been fifteen. Uh, so we'll call it seven. Okay. Um, but there is like steam venting off of this thing as it does this. Like you can tell it is a badly damaged. Steam should not be coming out of a robot. B. This was clearly like it's it's big old like one a day. Uh, finisher. Yep. Yep. Um, it is. It is smoking. Uh, Declan, you see uh, Lady Ethereum uh, looking anxious, uh, looking agitated uh, in a way that makes you deeply uncomfortable. Uh, and we cut to a place far away, Barovia Castle Ravenloft. Uh, where not Pete and uh, Hawaiian Strahd, um are enjoying like what sounds like an amazing karaoke night several floors up, and Alan, uh, you're hearing echoes of this uh, as you enter uh, Morden uh chambers that he set up. Uh, he still spends a lot of his time in his tower. Uh, this is obviously before you traveled through the portal and the epilogue uh, several episodes ago. Um, but uh, this is, uh, you know, one of many times um has just kind of left available to you, uh, almost like office hours, <laughs> open office hours. <laughs> um, you don't often take advantage of this, but sometimes uh, if the mood strikes, yeah. you do. Um, the particular issue you've been uh, muddling over is the same one we touched on in our epilogue. Um, you were attempting to figure out how to open the Raven Gates without any assistance from Kanan. Mm-hmm. It's not that you don't appreciate Kanan and his presence, but...
0: But, like, he's supposed to be teaching me, like...
3: 100%. What am I doing here? Of gaining wizardly power and knowledge is to be able to do these things yourself. Um, And uh, one of the things that's that's troubling you is um, you're learning a lot uh, academically, but when you try and apply it, you're finding you don't have uh, the juice. Like, you don't have enough power to be able to pull all these things off. You're gaining deep understandings, but... Um, it's a little bit of the like Bart Simpson showing up in the dojo being like, when do we get to play with like nunchucks <laughs> you're like, Oh no, we're going to learn stances first and then we're going to meditate. It's like, yeah, cool. I get that. But there's gotta be more. Cause you were on the road for so long. You saw so yeah. much. You went to 2099, you fought like an undead whale. You had a wizard fight against a plantier mage. Like you've done a bunch of shit. And then it's almost like, yes, you're learning advanced level stuff, but he's also teaching you fundamentals in a way that bores you deeply. <laughs>
0: yeah.
3: Um, so the question on your mind is, without asking directly, how to get more power? Uh, because this is something well, that- Yeah. And also Barovia, as we've established, exists, like Castle Ravenloft exists a kind of a, a cross-section of universes and a little bit out of space and time. Uh, and as a result, like power here is also weird. There are times when you feel more powerful than you've ever been. There are times yeah. when you feel like you first felt when you arrived in 2099. Um, how does Alan feel about not quite being able to tap into these powers?
0: Uh, very frustrating, like, because, you know, I've got, like, a powerful fireball, I can, you know, dimension door pretty far, I can fucking send messages, like, hundreds of, you know, miles away, and, like, I can shoot, like, lightning from my fingers. Why can't I do this?
3: Right. Right um so you find Morden Kanan um uh looking at uh, a a a deck of cards um that seem to have pictures and numbers and some lettering on them uh and he's just kind of marveling at these and one of them seems to have his picture on it which he seems gen- genuinely charmed by um and uh, is, it, is it
0: my my blue doggy wizard magic the Gathering deck
3: look I don't know what you're talking about <laughs> um He's looking at cards, and he's a wizard. So presumably, they are magical cards of some sort. But um, uh, th- th- that specific thing—the story—is in an arena. Yes, yeah, it is. Yeah. I
0: know it's amazing.
3: Look, he just happens to be a wizard of the coast. What do you want? Um, so he uh, he shuffles. I'm gonna them back summon in.
0: some dogs and sacrifice Borden Canaan. It's what you
3: do. <laughs> I mean, good luck with that in this world. Um, but. Uh, yeah, he uh, he shuffles uh, the cards and uh, with kind of a grin, uh, just like flicks them uh, into uh, uh, just through a gap in reality, into you know the, <laughs> the you kind do. of yeah the <laughs> holding spaces that wizards have in different dimensions. Yeah, um, and uh, with a amused smile, uh, he turns and he says, "Ah, oh, Alan, Alan, welcome. Uh, oh, you have that look on your face that I have a deep question that I'm rather pissed off. Look about, yes."
0: Yeah, you're really really getting to know my expressions. It's fantastic. I don't have to go through the whole thing anymore. Mm. Wow. Um, How can I put this delicately? Um, God, I want to open a gate. Hmm. I can't open a gate. Like, okay, yeah, no, I'm not going to try this delicately at all. Um, I can like. I, why, why can't I open a, a goddamn gate?
3: <laughs> mm, mm yes
0: Sorry, uh, God's damn
3: Ah, thank you, yes, uh, that is most appropriate Although you can't always say the singular, sometimes they get mad about that, I found um, Alan, the raven gates are an old, and when I say old, you know, I genuinely mean Oh my old. god,
0: and I'm pretty it's sure gone. she's heard this, like, so many times
3: uh, yeah, sort of, but also kind um, of like
0: the beginning of it. Like, oh, of course, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Okay, and, like great. he always qualifies
3: everything <laughs> with like the you know he's he's an old ass wizard. He's got He's got to throw down with like old ass yeah. Um There there were uh, wizards and powers older than even me who who do build such things and the Raven Gates mm-hmm. in particular the ability to safely open rifts uh, between dimensions in the way that they do is uh, quite remarkable. It requires a tremendous amount of power, more power mm-hmm. uh, than you can simply pull from. Uh, your fireball, you can just summon as, mm-hmm. as easily as anything. This isn't like that. You have to tap into uh, the, the very tapestry of magics, of the weave. All of the deep, deep, deep magics that underlie our world and other worlds. You are, after all, trying to bridge between other worlds. Now, you have some experience, uh, as do I, with with other worlds, do you not?
0: Uh, yes, I been to another one.
3: And what magical energies did you feel there?
0: Well, I mean, it was different. Not, I couldn't really do much at first. And then kind of slowly over a matter of, I don't know, weeks, months, I was able to access more.
3: Now, was this a matter of uh, you having difficulty drawing on the magical energies of the place? Or was there something wrong with the place? I've also been to some places well, where like magic was dead
0: Generally, I mean, they're speaking. just yeah, there just really wasn't any magic to speak of. It kind of felt I like I was having to like, I don't know, generate it from scratch. Does that make sense?
3: It does. It does. Exhausting work. Exhausting. Yeah. Uh to do. Um, now tell me. And he he like pulls uh reaches like through space and time and pulls out a little scroll. Uh and it's it's very small. Like it it is uh like uh, this is probably only a reference for the three of us, but like uh, you know, the uh um Uh, like the poop bags, uh, like those green poop bags (laughs) on a roll, it's like the size of the roll at the (laughs) bottom. Um, and he just unscrolls it slightly, uh, and he looks down it and he goes, Um, would this be, uh, uh, the, uh, the, 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 um, the the 2099 yes parallel? Mm. Yes, yes, Yes. um, so I see they were lacking gods for a time, Mm -hmm. uh, but then magic kind of has has become to come back,
0: yeah, and I like smile, like, yes, yes, it has.
3: I, I take it from your smile you did that.
0: I, yeah, I, I helped. Yeah, well,
3: that's pretty damn cool. <laughs> 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 and like, game recognized game. More than Caden knows when cool shits happen. Uh, and he says, uh, "Well, um." Alan, uh, when you try and open these gates, it helps to be able to draw energy from the places you're opening the gate to. Not only does it strengthen the gate, but it means that you don't have to generate all that energy yourself. You can draw from the reserves of all of these different places. The weave doesn't run out of magic. But if we're purely drawing from one space, sometimes it can be hard to get all that we need. So, look. I, without without the gates, and obviously uh, we have a lot of training to do, and I w- certainly do not advise this anytime soon because there's, there's a lot we must do.
0: Just so I'm understand- so is this kind of like what Xanthus did to me, how he was like drawing energy kind of like on my magic
3: yes, to get over? The difference, the difference being that uh, Xanthus is more, and pardon the phrase given our current environs, but vampiric. Uh, a parasite. He was drawing from you rather than attempting to understand the weave of this dimension. So yes, in a manner of speaking, but rather than trying to understand uh, how magic works in our realm and drawing from that in a way that would damage neither our realm nor his, he drew directly from you at the cost of you and your magic.
0: Okay, I just want to make sure I'm not going to be like siphoning off magic from the mages who I helped free from being you know, perpetually siphon <laughs> from.
3: <laughs> he, uh, he he smiles broadly uh, and he says, uh, uh, "Alan, there are a few days in our time together that I have been prouder to have you uh, at my side and 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 working together with me. Um, that is a wonderful, wonderful attitude for a wizard to have. No, what I'm talking about is uh, enjoying the sunlight of their realm, as though you were there, uh, breathing the air, not a finite resource." but uh, something renewable and constant that you can draw from if you understand it. You won't be stealing from the other mages, uh, far from it. You'll just be tapping into the weave there to give you more Hmm. juice, as it were, than just tapping the weave here. Think about it this way. You're currently pulling from one source. You could pull from two sources, three sources, a hundred sources, as I often do. And as a result, not need to generate as much power yourself. Think of it less as stealing from anywhere. it's not even boring from anywhere. It's instead basking in the power that exists in those places. The catch is you almost have to train your brain to understand uh, a new language, uh, a new way of breathing. It's it's like I don't know if you've ever cast gills on yourself, but it's a little bit like learning to breathe underwater with those. it's it's an odd feeling but the more the closer you can get to those powers, the better, and it sounds like you already have a connection to this uh, twenty ninety nine parallel. Now, again, I th- feel it is too early to go there yet. But should the opportunity present, and then he leans forward, and every so often you see the glint in his eye that, like, has clearly led to so many of his misadventures. Mm-hmm. Because, as austere and well traveled and generally reasonable mm-hmm. a wizard as Borden Canaan is, he's still got that same hunger you do. And he just leans forward with that little glint and says, think of how powerful you could become. Hmm?
0: One question. I can open a portal by drawing from the weave of just 2099 verse. Correct?
3: In theory, yes.
0: What if I drew on power from all of the different worlds
3: and his grin grows wider
2: he says exactly this episode of Dumb Dumbs and Dragons 2099 features the voices of Ryan LaPlante at TheRyanLaPlante on Twitter, Tyler Hewitt at Tyler underscore Hewitt on Twitter, Laura Hamstra at EL Hamstring on Twitter, and our DM Tom McGee at McGeeTD on Twitter. This episode's sound was edited and mixed by Laura Hamstra. The system we're playing is Carbon 2185, and Dum Dumbs and Dragons artwork is by Del Borovic, who can be found at DelBorovic.com. Our theme songs are Core Collapse and Sanctuary of the Sky Gods by Nathaniel Yverne, and our ad music is No Control and Ch- And Dragons, 2099. Dum Dums and Dice has to give a special thank you to the supreme beings of our Patreon at this time: the Half-Blind Prophet, Christopher Little, Sue One, George Dolby, Richard Cranium, Sammy Boy, Orion Birchfield, Scott Garland. Benjamin V, Gavin and Abby McDonald, Logan, Fire Unfriendly, A Crix, Grandma Likes D and D, Allen, Austin Nut Powers Fry, Stabby Stranger, Glitchtrick, Roman Brown, and Gillan Noel Laplante. If you want your name to be added to this list, you can join our Patreon too at patreon.com/slash dumdumdice. Thanks to them, and a little bit of thanks to you.
0: The Fable and Folly Network, where Fiction Producers Flourish.
1: Where am I? Welcome to Desert Skies, Traveler. Your journey through the physical plane has come to an end. I am the Attendant. My colleague here is the Mechanic. Yo! This is your last stop on your way to the great beyond. It's our job to make sure you're prepared for the ride. Now. Before hitting the road, we have an impressive selection of over 34 varieties of microwavable burritos. Um, what, what, whats going on? There's gotta be a better afterlife than this! I mean, come on! Uh, that's offensive.
0: Something seems to be wrong
1: with me. You left something major undone. I have a life outside of this gas station, you know. You quite literally do not. Any hobbies? Nope. Ever travel. Oh. Love interests? Are you kidding? Oh my god. You're like the human version of a plain bagel. Cash register.
0: How can I help you, attendant? Play some music? You got it. It's kind of it's funny, here. though. What I needed wasn't back there. It was here, waiting
1: for me. I wonder what it feels like, Neck, to miss the physical plane, the people you left behind. You know, I had a wife who died three years ago. Wish I could go back. No, you don't need to go back. You just need to be here. And a new traveler approaches. Ready, team? Ready. Good. Let's do this. Find Desert Skies wherever you listen to podcasts.